You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast, episode number 55. So I know that reels in video marketing can be so overwhelming, especially because it's fairly new within the last couple of years. And we're all trying to make that transition and adjustment to it. So it can just be really overwhelming. But to have a really new and fresh perspective on how to approach it and the mindset to have on it makes all the difference. And it makes the biggest difference in how you're showing up and how you approach it. So today's guest, I have Nathan Chansky, and he is going to break it down and talk all about his perspective and how he has been able to grow his following and grow his audience so much by using reels and TikTok and video marketing and how we can actually do that as well. You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast with Rachel Traxler, a traveling wedding photographer turned creative business entrepreneur. Each week, Rachel brings you purpose-driven action to become the ambitious entrepreneur you are meant to be. We'll dive into topics such as life, business, failures and successes, and being the best version of yourself you can be. This is a warm and positive space for all creative entrepreneurs to come together, inspire, and grow. Because every day is an opportunity to shine here at the Gold Biz Podcast. Now here's your host, Rachel Traxler. Hello, sunshines, and welcome back to the Gold Biz Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Traxler. Again, today we have with us Nathan Chansky, who's going to break down all the ins and outs and his perspective on reels and video marketing and how we can really utilize that and leverage that in our business for good and for the better and how to just easily show up and kind of really break it down. So today is a really, really good episode. And if you haven't already, make sure you screenshot and share this episode to your stories and take me at Rachel Traxer so that I can know which episodes you're loving the most and also share the love in return. So without further ado, let's welcome Nathan onto the podcast. I am so excited for today. We have with us Nate Chansky. He is just the absolute expert in all things reels, all things video marketing. I'm so honored to have you here, Nate. Thank you so much for coming on today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Wow, that is definitely a very high honor to give you. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So good to be here, though. Thank you for having me. Just a nice, good, warm welcome on for you. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and give yourself a little intro, too? Absolutely. So basically, I'll keep it short, but still like, you know, comprehensive. So I started as a wedding photographer, probably, oh, man, like I would say three years ago is when I started my business. But then like I've been shooting like with a camera in my hand very casually for like the past decade. And so I have absolutely loved what I do. And I started my business, I think it was, yeah, like whatever, three years ago now, a little past three years. And I just started kind of like shooting with couples. And I noticed that that was just something that I absolutely loved. It developed into a photography, a photography industry, a photography career. And then I absolutely loved it, but I did like, I can't say that I'm that type of person who like I started my photography career and it was just like, Oh, perfect, smooth sailing, you know, like the rest of the time. It definitely, I had to go through a lot of like learning experiences and a lot of trial and error and mistakes. And then, you know, I feel like 
probably back in 2020 it was like this like renaissance moment for me i guess i just feel like my entire business shifted i also got married that year which was like very transformative for me to like be a husband for the first time and actually to be like leading a family and a wife and so after that that's when things really transformed for me then i started getting into like just sharing my knowledge just like very casually in 2021 and just kind of seeing where that would go and then that's kind of what brings me here today to 2022 good grief i almost said 2023 but yep that's that's who i am i'm a photographer wedding photographer and i also am a photography educator as well so it's great that is so cool. You do all the things. And I love that you kind of got married during that whole transition, too, because that is yeah. cool. like another way to pers- be like a different perspective to relate to your clients. And yeah, relate to all that, too. So that's really cool. Congrats yep. on all that, too. Thank but you. Just within like the last couple of years, like you were saying, like kind of just you started to just kind of just share and start like kind of putting yourself out there. And I feel like you've been someone who's kind of been able to recently and when I say recently I mean like within the past like two three years so just like experience massive growth with just like yeah video and just like showing up and kind of just being yourself and like making reels and all that stuff yeah so what changes kind of did you implement to make that happen what did that yeah absolutely and like to to your point like it's very recent like within the past year and a half especially like I felt like you know, like when I was in 2020, the place I was kind of in was I felt very, I felt like my mindset was not super healthy around running a business. And I felt like my mindset was very ingrained in like what so many people just like, whether it was like people close to me or whether it was people who were, you know, just like, I I don't know, like not close to me necessarily personally speaking, but just would say things. And like, especially to me as like a man and like a future husband or something like that, like say things like, oh, well, photography is like just a hobby. And like, you're obviously not going to have photography when you're like a husband and a dad. And that's not really going to be something sustainable. And like, obviously you're going to burn out. You know what I mean? And so I would start to believe these sorts of things. And I would start to be like, yeah, like, I guess I am going to burn out. Like, I really need a plan B here. And so I feel like what that created in me also being like a very multi-passionate person was it created like a lack of clarity. And I just felt like I was kind of floundering in the space of like, what do I do? So there were so many things that like kind of brought me to this culmination of like 2020 and like all that happened. And I feel like for a lot of people, there was that moment in 2020 for them where they were like, what am I doing with my business and my life? I need to like get a hold of this. And that was definitely me. And like my, my faith is so important to me. And like, it was really the Lord that got a hold of me and was like, Hey, you need to stay in photography. And I also want you to share what you know in photography. And so once I got that like clarity on my calling, I guess you could say that really helped me launch into something and and it helped my mindset. And I, I really stress like the mindset aspect of it, because once your mindset is healed and once your mindset has the correct uh, just ways of thinking, I really think it permeates into everything that you do. And it really did for me. Now, I will say video, of course, was a massive vehicle that kind of like, it was kind of like the outpouring of like what was going on in my mindset and what was going on in just like my heart and my life. And and it was like all this energy and this clarity needed to, needed to be put towards something like powerful. And I was like, okay, Like I'm going to go towards video because I love, I knew I loved being on, you know, like on camera. I knew I loved just like relating to people 
and I knew I loved helping people. And I was just like, hey, I'm just going to do this. Like I noticed that this is something that is becoming more of like a trend now. And obviously trends come and go, but this is like what people are connecting with. So that's really how I kind of like got started in video. And it truly created a what I would the best way I can put this is I had like this very professional just brand, you know, like just meat and potatoes brand of like Nathan Shansky photography, whatever that meant at that time. And then once I press into video, it became like this massive personal brand, like a very personal brand that had like, again, like a personality behind it and it had like an energy behind it and it had like a connection for people. And that was like one of the missing links that I was missing before that I really found through video. So to answer your question, like I truly think it went, it went from me being just very like stale and very like, yeah, just like uninteresting, I guess, to like the shift to video where it's just so much more personal and so much more, yeah, of a personal brand. So hopefully that answers your question oh, a little it bit. Totally answers my question. I have two things to respond to that. Isn't it wild? The words that you tell yourself or the words that you hear from other people have such an impact on you and it starts to like, yes. you start to believe that. So kudos to you for just being really strong, like standing strong and like your foundation and like your business and stuff and saying, yeah. like, you know, no, you got this. And then the second right. thing is, I totally agree. I love that answer because I think, well, especially with like 2020, it's like such a pivotal year for everybody, but especially you and your story with your business. That's why I love talking about this. But the way people showed, like you said, I feel like a lot of us had just like meat and potatoes brands, like yeah. you were saying, just kind of like stale, like what we thought we should be doing, what we thought we yes. should be showcasing. And then it was this crazy shift that happened when mm -hmm. TikTok and like video marketing came up is that people were literally just pulling up their phones and just showing up exactly how they were in that moment. And things got just real, real quick. Yes. And there was such a shift in the content that people started posting out there. And I think the importance that people realize like the shift also to even if you are a professional service and professional brand that like a personal brand is also really important too. And there's just been such a massive shift within the last couple of years. Yeah. And so that's ex you, like what you just said is exactly right. And I feel like that is kind of exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah, exactly. And I I also think that it's like to your point, there's so much out there in terms of like just brands we have to choose from, businesses that are marketing their their whatever it is, like their content or their products or their services. And there's got to be something that cuts through, you know what I mean? And I think <clears throat> like the biggest thing in 2020 was that there were so many there were so many like um, people that were just hungry for personal connection, just like, just really want a real person, living, breathing person talking yeah. to me. And if I can't get that in person, then I at least want that on the other side of the screen. And so I think 2020 still brought on this. It was like this pivotal moment that still impacted beyond 2020 of the of which is like we don't meet in person as much as we used to. It's just like the way that it is. It kind of like it brought us into the future, like I guess, a little bit more because we did become more digital. Like that's just the fact, yeah. the reality yeah. and the facts. But I think what that also brought is like people were like, okay, well, if we're going to meet digitally and if we're going to like connect more digitally, I still want it to be real. And I still want, I'm still hungry for that real connection. And I think that's why video became such a thing. And so nowadays I, d I do think that like if a business is not really promoting in the format of like personal connection doesn't have to be video, but it's it's a great way to do it. It's got to be that personal connection. It's literally why 
uh, these massive brands are hiring influencers because they need a person. They need a personality behind their brand and they don't have one. So they will literally hire people to be their personality behind their brand for them. And so it just like goes to show you how hungry the market is right now for human connection. Uh, and how cool is it that we as photographers and entrepreneurs that we're not brands that have to go look like we are that face, like we can be mm -hmm. that face and we're kind of like the face of our brand. So it's yeah. like, it's easy and hard because it's hard. Yeah. You have to do it, but easy because you, you can, you can do it. You get to do it. And so, it's a, yeah, like, you're so right. Yeah. And like, you're that connection piece. And I always tell people too, because I think a lot of people get just kind of down or the misconception of, okay, like I'm more if someone thinks of themselves more of an introvert that, oh, well, I can't really show up in a way because right. everyone that I'm seeing is an extrovert that is showing up. And so yeah. they, they can't show up. And that is just so untrue. Like no matter what personality you are, no matter what type of like anything that you are, like who you are, people are going to relate to and the right people yeah. are going to relate to. So it's like, yeah, it doesn't even matter what your personality exactly. is. The way you show up is still going to connect with the right types of people. Exactly. And I think even the, you know, there's so many people that want something different. And so if you see so yeah. many extrovert, if you see so many extroverts out there, the way you can maybe stand out is to be like the introvert who will still show up. By the way, I will just say like, I, if you, if I take like a personality test, I test as an introvert. So really? like I, yes, I do. And I think a lot of people are shocked by that because I show up very excitedly because I am excited, but I don't know for me, like it's so weird. Cause I can't figure myself out. I guess people would call me like an ambivert. Like it just depends yeah. on the day. Yes. It depends on the situation. Like big crowds are when I become introverted. So I, sure. I just like, don't <laughs> like, I don't want, like when it comes to like family photos at a wedding, I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> like I'm just gonna, yeah, I have to get my big boy voice on and, and really like muster it up. But yeah, no, seriously, like I definitely am not an extrovert, but what I am is like, I love, I love, love, love entertaining. Like I've always been someone like even from a young age who loved to be on stage. I love to be in front of people. I, I just loved that. And so it's like, you don't have to be like one type of person. Like there might be a sliver of you that like works really well to build your personal brand. And again, like there's I, I, the, some of the favorite photographers I've ever worked with. And, and when I say I've worked with them, not like as a collaboration, like, you know, I'm working with them as another photographer, like I'm working in front of their camera, like whether it's like as a model or like just whatever, like for my own wedding, some of my favorite photographers are introverted. In fact, I would even go so far as to say that like my personality almost works better with an introverted photographer. So, and I, that's going to be different for everybody. So it's just like, you have to understand that like, there's going to be your people out there that are going to connect with you for who you are. And that's why you have to show up exactly as yourself or even just like as yourself with like a little bit of spice. A hundred percent. I love that too. Cause even sometimes if you are like an extroverted photographer, people that want photos taken, they might kind of shut down around that type of personality, not yes. comfortable in front of a camera around that personality. So yep. it's like, I agree with you that some of like the, my favorite photographers I've worked with as in being in front of their, their camera. Yeah. They're more introverted. I just like, I like that. So it's like, yeah, just no right or wrong way. And there's, there's people that I really look up to and admire as educators and stuff that are both. And like, it, it's doesn't just the importance of just being yourself, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Not you need to show up because you see someone else in the industry 
with success showing up a certain way that you need to do that too. Okay, friends, I am so excited to talk to you about the newest sponsor of our show, Batch AI. Batch AI is a software that is going to save you so much time editing, and you know I'm all about automation and efficiency. And Batch AI is able to process 1,000 photos in one minute. I've personally been able to save time and money by using Batch AI, which, let's be real, are always the two biggest goals in life. And it's allowed me to not feel so burnt out with the amount of time it takes to edit an entire gallery by myself without hiring an editor. When you sign up for a free trial at Batch AI, you'll get access to so many amazing tools that help make editing easier because of the power of the AI technology and seamless automation to your Lightroom workflows. It includes sorting, color correction, straightening, and tool replication. And Batch AI will help you get back to doing the fun and impactful part, which is connecting with your clients and taking pictures. They also have flexible subscriptions for moving up, down, or pausing at any time, depending on your season, which is absolutely key for busy and slow seasons. Batch AI will help you turn your editing session into basically a stretch break with these three simple steps. A huge thank you to Batch AI for sponsoring today's episode. Yes. Once you press into finding who you are and like just actually being who you are, I truly think like that's when the magic happens. Yeah, I agree. And so, and I think it can take time to do too, because I think a lot oh, of people sure. struggle with that. And for me personally, I've had to try and fail with that. I, I mean, yeah. I've had to be like, force myself to try something and be like, you know, that didn't really feel like me. That's okay. Yeah. I just won't do it again. Yeah. Like, so I think it's okay. I'm like totally okay with failing and just doing something be like, that didn't feel quite right, but that's okay. Like now I'll know in a different direction. And so I think that stops yep. a lot of people from just doing it, especially because this whole video marketing, this whole like reels, TikTok, this whole thing is very new for yes. in the terms of world of just technology and business and growth and marketing and all that stuff. So because it's new, I think a lot of people are overwhelmed or like I said, just not sure how to do it or they're scared to do it and not shouldn't it not translate right. Mm -hmm. What kind of suggest for someone who is a little nervous of like how to even start because they're unclear because it is so new. What yep. what's something that you kind of did to just make the steps just to kind of in that direction to make it happen? Sure. So I'm going to give you two ways. I'm going to give first of all more of like a holistic like mindset way and then I'm going to go to more of like a tactical way. <laughs> and Perfect. if I forget I because I'm so <laughs> scatterbrained, just know that that's where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, from a mindset level perspective, what I did, and this, not just like what this is, what everyone needs to do, but I do think this is important is you have to have clarity on what you're called to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like if you, for me, that was literally like, okay, I know this is what God wants me to do. It, if you don't share my faith, it doesn't even matter. You can still have clarity on what your calling is. And once you get that, I mean, it could be as simple as like, I need to provide for my children and I am not going to let the fear of man stand in the way of my building a life and like putting food on the table or like beyond putting food on the table, like building like my thriving life. You know what I'm saying? So you have to get clear on what that is. Like, what are those goals? And like actually set them tangibly and like think about them and like I, I don't even know how clear you have to be or or set like financial goals or set goals for your business. Or I don't know what it is, but make sure you keep those things at the forefront 
because there are going to be so many times because I had this, I still have this still to this day where you are hovering over that post button or you're like trying to figure out if you should actually like make that piece of content or you're like, oh, I just, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to show up today. And you have to default back to what are those goals? What am I really, really striving for? What, what's important? What's most important to me? More than even if somebody in my industry thinks I'm an imposter, more than if like my friends and family that I grew up with from my high school think that I'm just like weird and kooky for starting my own business, more than like if I, I don't even know what it is, but like there's going to be those moments where you're like, people are thinking something or like, I don't want to show up today because I just kind of feel lazy or whatever it is. And you have to go back to the clarity. You have to go back to why am I doing this and what is important to me? What am I actually striving to reach? Okay. So that's the first thing I would say is like, you got to get so clear (laughs) so that nothing else matters. And then number two, maybe from a more tactical standpoint, I think it's really important when you first start out, especially with video, um, quantity over quality. Now, I wouldn't say this for the entire, like for anybody, like if, if you have an audience, if you have a lot of reels or videos or something or TikToks that are doing really well, and you already know that, then, then you're kind of beyond the stage. But let's say you're just starting or you, you kind of have put in a little bit of work, but not a whole lot. It's really important that you test and experiment because video is so new you don't even know what your audience wants from you yet. You really don't. And so you can't like highly calculate what you put out just yet. You don't know. You don't have enough data. So it's really important like when you first start to just put out a lot. Like I would even recommend posting at least three times a week. I would recommend posting every day and just been being willing to show up scrappy and just seeing like, hey, what what do people connect with? You know, like I posted, I posted a voiceover on Monday and then I posted a educational, more like talking head video on Tuesday. And then I posted more of a portfolio video on on Wednesday. And then I post, I, I don't even know, you keep going down the days of like what you're posting. And then you kind of look back, let's say you do it for 30 solid days and you look back, okay, what, what are my like what are my stats here like what's the data that it's getting back to me and you can't this is big you can't look at that data emotionally because if you do you're gonna see oh you're you're gonna be like oh well they didn't like this video like the people out there aren't connecting with me like this is a knock against my personality or my humanity or like my personhood like no it's not this is just you're just looking at data right now but it's really important to start kind of like in that space of like, I'm just going to totally chill, experiment, see what people connect with, and then move forward from there. So then the next month, you know, they're like, hey, I think my audience likes a lot of this. So I'm going to start pressing into this a little bit more. Not that the other stuff is bad, but I'm just going to like, you know, like take the data, analyze it, and then kind of like make some changes for afterwards. Does that kind of make sense? Oh, it makes complete sense. And I agree. And I love all of that because I'm such a done is better than perfect type of person. And I feel like you kind of have to go at video marketing with that mindset too, because For sure. holding a lot of people back is like, it's not perfect. It's not, you know, it's probably not going to be and just, it's holding them back. It's like, just, just do it. And like I said, yes. I've, I've even posted stuff and I've been like, yeah, that's not it, but whatever. I'm just going to do it. And just like, yeah. that's fine because it's getting me out of my comfort zone. It's forcing me to just do it. And just post it and get it out there. And then I can really know how I feel about it. And I love your advice too, but like just diversifying your content and then not being like emotionally attached to like what performs well. It might just even be 
that specific one. That doesn't mean you have yep. to stop doing that, but like mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a good idea of like what's working for you and what like is relating. And yeah, it's a really good. And it's so it's really funny. Someone told me this quote that like really helped me. I don't, I didn't think of it for a while, but it's just coming to me now. Kind of like something that kind of inspired me when I was first starting out with video is that like nobody is watching you as close as you're watching yourself and and like by a mile, (laughs) like not even close. Like, and that's something that people have to understand is like when you post a video and it flops and it gets like a three digit count of views, views, nobody cares. Like seriously, nobody cares. Nobody even knows. No one is going to your profile and checking like, oh, like did Nate get views on this video? And if they are like, seriously, they need to get a job because they probably don't probably have way too much time in their hands. So I think it's really important to just remember that like, this is totally experimentation. And if you're you're just figuring it out as you go, and there are really there's no like preset like this is wrong, this is right with a thing like social media because it is so so personal. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's important to just like hey, give it some time, experiment some quantity over quality right when you first start out. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I've always had that mindset too of like. No one's actually watching or like watching and analyzing. Like I've just always had that mindset too, which I think is why I've just always been like, done is better than perfect. Like no one's analyzing and like, amen. I just had have that. Even if they are, I just have that mindset of like, it's fine. Like it really is. I even have that mindset with like photographing ceremonies and stuff too. Cause I know like newer photographers, I'm like, I'm nervous to be up there. I'm like, literally no one, no one's looking at you. Nobody cares. cares. (laughs) It's kind of that same thing of like, we all think everyone's looking at us like they're not. I mean, if they they are, it's because they in a good way, not just because they're analyzing things. So I love that. And I even just like with all the types of content you were even like talking about too, like I always say that you should always create more than you consume because Mm. that's going to help. Because I feel like a lot of people, especially because it's new, especially because a lot of us are like, what do we do? How do we do this? We're consuming a lot. And Mm -hmm. I personally have found when I'm consuming is when I'm like, I'm not creating, I'm not taking action. I'm actually getting off track of what my my brand mission is and what my true like heart is and like what I want to put out there because I'm getting, it's just loud noise of like what everyone else is doing and what they're saying. And so I'm always saying like, you should create more than you consume. But how do you, it, how do you kind of do that when you want to do some like market research and stuff too? And you kind of want to figure out what's good. Have you found a good balance with that? Because you do create a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, to me, it is like I can't echo more when you say create more than you consume, because like when I go on social media and I'm not creating that day, I'm literally like, why am I here? Like I genuinely like and I have so ingrained it in my mind that I am there to create like I am on social media as a creator. I am not there as a consumer. Like I've so ingrained that in my mind, by the way, I was not always like that. I used to be very inconsistent, much more of a consumer. And then it's just like, I developed this habit of being the creator. And I truly think that like being the creator is something that makes social media more fun, more healthy for you. Like when, like, I I feel so like when people talk about like that gross feeling of like, Oh, I just like feel drained by social media today. It's probably because they were, excuse me consuming more they were more than they were creating 
And I find for me still to this day, if I ever feel like that yucky feeling, I'm like, well, it's probably because you consumed more than you, you created today. And I also think that like, if you are so focused hyper-focused on what everyone else is doing, it does suppress your originality and it does just like really distract from like your voice and like the things that you have to say. So I do echo that. I think it's it's so important to actually create more than you consume. And another thing is um, if you have to like specifically put like parameters on your social media, like if you have to say like, hey, like I'm going to lock myself out of social media for this time, like for me, I try and I'm not like perfect at this, but like I, I usually am putting like a little downtime setting on my phone and then I give my wife my password and then I usually am not really able to check my phone until like 4 p.m. On Wednesdays, I check it earlier because I'm like launching a podcast that day. But like for the most part, I like to keep social media out of just my work day. So that's also another thing too of like, it just keeps you off the app. And so you're not on it if you can set some downtime limits. And then I also think it's good to like, if you feel like you do need some inspiration, yeah, like, you know, give it a little scroll a little bit. Just make sure you kind of like set a time period for yourself because it's good to, you know, like, I don't know, put a parameter so that you're not just like aimlessly scrolling forever. But yeah, I, I definitely look sometimes just to like get inspiration and be like, okay, what's like the culture on here now? So, so yeah, I think it goes both ways. It's all, all in balance. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's so easy to just get sucked in to a yes. never ending black hole. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Like, so like exactly what you said, like balance, obviously to, you know, you, you need to like consume and like connect and like, that's a huge yeah. part. Like, the platform too is like just making connections and connecting with mm-hmm. people on there too. But I love your idea of just like setting those healthy boundaries and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you have any like systems or workflows or anything like that that you like to do to help you kind of pump out content and kind of help you make sure that you're doing all that? Because you do such a yeah. good job at it. Oh, thank you. Honestly, like I do think my system is like ever evolving, but the majority of this is kind of like the workflow that I have. So I like to create all in one day and I like to just like set aside like half a day to create like all my content for the most part or as much as I can get done for the following week. And so I will usually do that on Fridays. And the reason I do that on Fridays is because just for me, I found that like the majority of like my important work for the week is done. And so I can kind of take some part of Friday to make this content for the next week. And I also like I've tried different days, like I've tried doing it on Monday and it just doesn't work for me because I'm coming off the weekend and I'm just not like in social media mode at that point. So you kind of have to find like what day works for you and just like work with you just like your creative process and like your creative DNA, I guess. But then also I think another thing that's really important is to not uh, force your creativity and to force like your original thoughts. I find, and I, I think this is actually like, there's been studies on this, that you are much more likely to get creative ideas when you're just like living life, when you're just kind of like going out and doing whatever you need to do. And like, so if you've ever been like, you know, falling asleep or if you ever like taken a walk or like some people say they get their best ideas in the shower, like It's because we're actually giving ourselves time to be bored and we're giving ourselves time to just have space and just let our let our minds like go. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, like if I ever have that type of a moment, usually like a creative idea will pop into my head and I basically have on my phone a running list of ideas. So if it's something again, just like 
as I'm falling asleep, I'm like, oh, I, I got to whip out my phone and like write this down. I don't usually do that anymore because I like to sleep. But let's say it was something like that, like I'm falling asleep or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I this, this idea like just came to me and I write it down. And, and I'm not the type of person to remember that the next day. So I really need to get it out. Or if it's a situation where you are like, OK, I just I scrolled through. Like for me, if I'm like scrolling through and I see like a funny meme or something that has like a hilarious like voiceover. I will literally just like copy and paste the link of that post. I'll throw it into my notes section. And it's like a little template for here's where you put the link of the audio. Here's where you put the idea. And then like a checkbox of like, have you completed this yet or not? And then usually for that week that I'm creating for, I will create like a, you know, like a template of like, this is, you know, what's being posted Monday. This is what's being posted Tuesday. So a big thing is, make sure you write down your ideas when they come to you <laughs> so that when it comes to creation day, it's real. It's just there, you know, because you don't I mean, if you are the type of person who just spontaneously like decides to get all those creative ideas on the creation day as well. I mean, superhero you. That's awesome. I just can't do that. So Neither. I love that. Yeah, I just love to when the ideas inspire me, I just like I write them right down. Yeah, I, I am totally with you on that, Nate. Like I have an Asana board of all like my ideas and I have it like as an app on my phone. And then like exactly I'm going for a walk or anything like that. And I'm just like, oh, yep, I have an idea. And I just like quick pull yeah. it out, write it down. Because yes, exactly. If I don't write it down, it's gone. It is out my head, yeah. not coming back. But it's really funny you say that too, because Trent and I were working here the other day and we we're like just talking about like, oh, some like real ideas, like maybe I should start doing. And then I went to the bathroom. I came back. I'm like, all right, I have an idea. <laughs> like, all I, I know. Like, go to the bathroom and come back. And it's yes. like, oh, yeah, I, have an idea. I didn't even have my phone with me. It just like came to me. It's like yes. something about just like you said, just mundane things that you're doing in, in yes. your day that lives just like, oh, here it just comes to you. So like you said, I love that you're just allowing yourself instead of forcing, sitting down, like forcing yourself, you're just allowing yourself space and in your brain yep. activity to do that. That's really cool. Yeah. And then the other thing just to just so that I don't know, like anybody out there feels seen. Like I don't always have incredible oh. ideas every single freaking week. Like I just don't. Yeah. And there's certain weeks where I'm like, I got nothing. Like <laughs> literally I got nothing. And you just have to be okay with that sometimes. And yeah. I mean, I think it's also good to kind of premeditate that and maybe like just like have some content pieces in your back pocket at all times if you want to stay consistent. But just also just to like be okay if you're not like, hey, I'm not going to be like posting my best work this week and that's okay. Like I'll get them next week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just allowing that that just the pressure of just not putting that pressure on yourself, I guess. And yes. Just allowing that. Yeah. It's not always going to be it's it's up and down like it's not a linear yeah. thing there's ebbs and flows to creativity as a human yeah. like i love that and i think that's something that we all definitely need to hear so that's mm -hmm. a really good too so um someone who maybe is just like really overwhelmed like what steps would you give them to just come up with something and just do it like what yeah. are some steps you would tell people i think a big one is you really have to kind of think of what is your voice like what what do you have to share with the world? What do you have to say? And to not be hard on yourself and just to be like, oh, well, no one's going to want to hear this. Or like to not be like, you know, like everybody already knows this or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or to be like, oh, well, I don't want to share this because I know the people in, the, in my following are going to think like it's cringe or something like that. But just to like 
no matter what anybody thinks or no matter what like all these external factors are like telling you just be like what's my voice what's my story and when i say that i kind of mean like just what's going on in your life like why did you why did you get into what you're doing like why are you here why are you showing up at all like what is getting you out of bed in the morning like what what is happening in your day-to-day life like all these types of things because i think once you kind of think about those things you you can kind of narrate your own story and be like, oh yeah, I do have a story to tell here. Like, I'm just going to give you an example of a situation I had with a coaching student just like a week ago. And I was talking to her. And so she really wants to get into the destination wedding space and like kind of more destination elopements. And she was just kind of like telling me about everything. And then, you know, I was asking her a little bit about her personal life. And she goes on to tell me that she's eloping in Hawaii that like this year, (laughs) at the end of the year. And I was just like, okay, so we have a massive story here. You are literally your own target market right now. Like I can't like imagine if you were to jump on TikTok, if you were to jump on reels and you were to just narrate, like, what are you, like, how are you picking out your dress? Like, where are you going? Like, what are the dress options you're going with? Are like, how do you freaking plan your elopement in a different country? Like, how are you like, you know, having family members get there? How are you like coordinating with your photographer? Like all these types of things. I'm like, you have a truckload of content that so many people would, yeah, so many people would connect with. Like you have a massive story here that you like are just so set up for telling. Or like for myself, like a big part of my story as an educator is that like I did not always know what I was doing. Like I definitely went through a lot of like not knowing what I was doing and just bumps in the road and not running, like maybe being a really creative person, but not running a good business. You know, I also went through like getting married very recently. So that kind of coincides with like, put it this way, literally every time I post about my wife, this is not trying me trying to be marketing related, but like. It's so weird. Every time I post about me and my wife, I like get a booking that week. <laughs> like people like will always reach out and be like, hey, like we were just so like impacted and we love like you and your wife's relationship and really connected with that. Like so many people out there, you have a story to tell. And that's a big part of what you're going to be wanting to share. You know what I'm saying? And then I think another thing too is just like, don't think that what you have to share is as commonplace as you might think it is because you're just so close to the knowledge that you know. You don't have to always do like funny voiceover reels like everyone else is doing or like pointing reels like everyone else is doing. You don't have to do that. If you just want to like pull open your phone and start talking to the camera or like showing something behind you, kind of like a green screen situation or whatever it is, just tell people what you know, like share, share with people what you know, you know, if you, if you could put enough content into a wedding guide for your clients, then you have probably a month's worth of content to put out in reels. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's so many ways that people can share and market what they have going on and they just kind of have to hone in on what those things are. And I I think that's a really good place to start. Oh yeah. And it is wild how much when you just like show up with your personal self or your family or anything like that, how much connection happens there. Like it is so wild. So I love that too. And that's also just a really, really good place to start. And like even just everything you just said, you could just pull out a notebook and have so many ideas from everything. Yes. (laughs) So that I think is a really good tangible like things to write down. Hopefully 
people like got some ideas. I know I was even yeah. thinking some ideas when you were talking too. So that's yeah. really good. Just from like what you've seen, I guess, from like other people posting reels and like doing things. And like photographers, is there something that you see that you're like, oh, they're leaving that on the table or like they're not like mm -hmm. missed opportunity that you feel because you're so like you're so good at them. So is it something that's like, oh, that's something that like a lot of people are missing that would be like a, a little tweak that hmm. could help. Is there anything like that that you notice or not really? There definitely is. I'm going to take a second to think about this because yeah. I definitely it, it's not I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I You know. Maybe so. Okay. Maybe something that does come to mind a little bit is just like the way people are showing up on camera, I think sometimes can be very, I don't know, put it this way. If I can tell from just looking at the screen at your video that you are trying to either number one, be someone you're not, or if I can tell that you are just like, very very i don't know you just don't want to be doing it you just like do not want to be there but you're like i was told to make reels so here i am all this kind of stuff i think that's when people are kind of like leaving stuff on the table because video unfortunately you can't hide behind it you can't hide your energy <laughs> like, you just can't we hid behind like our posts for oh, so long so and long. It, <laughs> yeah exactly but you can't do that anymore and so i think it's really important to you have to show up in a way that feels true to you in the way that you are kind of kind of loving what you do in a way, because if you don't, I think people will notice it. And I yeah. think people will be like, yeah, I, a great place to start sometimes is just in your Instagram stories. I think that's a great place to start. Like you can make you can start putting content out in your Instagram stories if, if it's too scary to post a reel. And just start there and just, you know, there's certain people like even some really big accounts where I will just DM them and be like, this could literally be a reel. And like, this is so good. Like if you were to just put this in a reel, like it would literally go so viral because some people like um, they don't think that what they're posting maybe in a story is that cool or that remarkable or like people would connect with it. But oftentimes it, it really is. It's yeah. like that just blew my mind that you just posted that random thing about that thing and like life changed forever if you would make this into a reel or a video of some sort it would really it would it, yeah it would just have probably exponential growth so yeah i don't know that's i guess what sticks out to me right yeah. off the bat and also just being willing to so this isn't really from me watching someone's video but being willing to try something that no one's done before is something that I don't see a lot of. And I would say, especially on Instagram, TikTok, there's a lot all over the place. But on Instagram, I see a lot, a lot, a lot of the same. And so I think when when you decide to show up in a new way and you're just like, I'm just going to try this and who freaking cares, like whatever. So even like something that I've noticed is just trying maybe if you're going to do, let's say if you're going to do like a funny video and you want it to make it like a voiceover, try it with just your voice like try it with like you just literally recording like a video of yourself like either talking or like just like saying a funny voiceover or something like that and it might be like oh cringy to watch back and you're like oh i don't know <laughs> my voice in that but it's no one else is doing it everyone else is doing the voiceovers of like that celebrity that said that thing in an interview but you're doing your own voice and so it's different it's like whoa that's kind of gutsy mm -hmm. and people like that people want to see something different so try something different I love that. And that's so true, too. It's like, just don't be afraid to just do all that. But even yeah. like you were talking about, like, 
Instagram stories and all that stuff. You do such a good job at just showing up every day. And I think a lot, like something to note too, that we're so close to our zone of genius that we're like, eh, we don't need to post that. Like people know that people don't care. Like, and then it kind of, and I'm saying this from experience and then it pulls me back of like, I'm just not going to post anything. Cause it's like, mm. no one cares. like they already know that or nobody cares. You know, you're so close to all that. What is your advice to just showing up on stories every day and just showing up for your audience? Cause you do such a good job of it. Thank you. I'm flattered. You say that I, you know, it's really not a whole lot of like calculation in that. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is just people want to see something real and even basic sometimes. I mean, I feel like I like genuinely, I spend the majority of my work week in within these four walls of my <laughs> office. It's not even like, it's not even like this, like super highly aesthetic space. I, I, and it, you kind of think to yourself, okay, so, you know, other than like, a, you know, me going off in a photo shoot, cause there's so many times, and I'm sure you've had this too, Rachel, where you, you know, you go on like this photo shoot and it's like so pretty where you're at or something, or you go like somewhere with your spouse and you're having like a great, awesome time. And like, I don't know what it would be, but those are the moments that I actually really struggle to pull out my phone because yeah. I'm like, I just don't naturally want to pull out my phone right now. I'm in this moment. And so a lot of times it's like, okay, well, the place like the low hanging fruit sometimes for Instagram stories is when I'm just by myself and I'm in my office and I'm just there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I kind of think to myself, how can I make this interesting? And I think the way you, I guess, make it interesting is to just share whatever, like you share like what you're going through that day. And if it's something, if it's something super chill and super basic, like literally the other day, I never shared this on my Instagram story, but I guess I could have. I was like listening to Spotify. And for some reason, I was listening to soundtracks and like the Star Wars soundtrack came up. And I noticed at the bottom, by the way, this is incredible, just sidebar, like the little scrubbing bubble on the bottom of Spotify turns into a lightsaber what? when you like play a Star Wars song. So like, for instance, that's something I know, Earth Shatter. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that I would like so dorky like share on an totally. Instagram story because it's like it's relatable for me yeah. to just like I don't know see that and maybe some Star Wars fans out there would love that or I don't know if I'm in a situation where I I don't know I don't know what to wear today or something I can like make something funny about that or I can make something funny or like entertaining about like my what my dog is doing or I don't know, or I can share, you know, this is emotionally like what I'm going through or something, or this is like what I read in my devotions this morning or something like that. It doesn't really matter, but as long as you're sharing things that are just part of your life, like I guess like meaningful or just, I don't know, like moments of your life that can really bring people into your space, just bring people like closer and f stories are a great place where you can really nurture that audience. Reels are going to be a place more so where you're kind of, you're marketing to these cold audience members. A lot of times people have never heard of you before, but, but stories are a great place where you can actually nurture the audience that you have and like, and then you can kind of take it a step further in DMs and like really respond personally to people. So yeah, I, th I think like there's a synergy of all these different things that we're given on Instagram or TikTok or whatever that are at our disposal that are awesome to use. Yeah, that is so good. So basically just sharing things, even if you don't think anyone's going to care because it's still yeah. a connection point. It's still like showcasing your personality, letting people in on the back end of like just your day and your life and yeah. your business. And 
that's, I think, just really just reassuring to hear and just to just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Do the things you don't think are going to even matter. Like, or that. Yeah. Because they, they do. And it does matter. Right. I mean, personally, I mean, this may not be for everybody, but just like the way I'm wired, when I see that, like, so-and-so is like traveling to Bali and they're like going, they're like taking pictures into this waterfall. I'm just like, swipe. I don't care. <laughs> but I think when it's something like, yeah, I don't know, just someone is doing something super mundane mm -hmm. that I can really relate to. And I'm like, I am right there with them. Now I feel like their best friend. Now yeah. I feel like I know them without even knowing them. Now I feel like I'm right there in the room with them. Now I feel like we just have this connection that we didn't have before. And now I, I also feel like they're so much more approachable of a person. So to me, again, that 2017 era of like, I'm vacationing in mm -hmm. Hawaii, like that is over folks. Like yeah. it's really, I'm not saying you yeah. can't vacation in Hawaii. I still want to go, but all I'm saying is do not feel like you have to show up under a freaking waterfall to post content. I do think the more mundane, the everyday life things are going to connect even more. How awesome is that though? That was great news for us. This should be easier <laughs> for us than ever before. <laughs> I mean, this is under the assumption that there's people out there like me. Maybe I'm the weird. No, I think you're, I mean, I relate to that anyways too. And like you said, it's going to connect with people like-minded with you too. And so yeah. like, yeah, I agree with that. It's easier than ever. So that's great. What's kind of just one final piece of advice you have for the listeners on just reels? Video marketing can be something we talked about, something we didn't talk about. Just one kind of final piece of advice. Sure. I think maybe the one biggest like piece of advice or yeah, was just would just be there's so many people right now that are saying like, you know, kind of doomsday stuff about how like reels or like video, the shift to video is just like the death of especially the photography industry because photography is static image based and photography is not video. And so how can we market ourselves on video and all these apps are primarily focusing on pushing out video. If I could just change the narrative in whoever's listening's mind, just to kind of think of this as an opportunity that we've never had before to instead of just sharing your portfolio and just instead of just sharing, you know, these like gorgeous photos that like, yes, they're gorgeous and, and they're your work and they represent what you've created. Instead of just doing that, you can also show up for people wanting to book you for just you. And that's like definitely, I think the first time in a long time that we've had something like that, that's been so personal, such a personal form of marketing. And like in my own career, I have truly found that that personal aspect of marketing, the, the side of me that shows up in person, that is truly what's transformed my business. That's what's taken my, you know, packages and my pricing from like one thing to like double the triple. And that's what's made me able to just like, yeah, scale my business beyond what I ever thought would be possible in a year. And there's so many, there's so many ways that you can like harness video to do the same thing for whatever your goals are because it's such a personal form of marketing and again like if you want people to just book you not not just for the sake of like oh well, this person takes amazing photos and this person is just like an award-winning photographer and so we're just gonna like hire this person almost as a robot because we just want like their photos at the end of the day but if you know you want those people hiring you for who you are and like, like the experience that you give and like the personality you have and 
that they trust you completely. So if you can actually somehow build a brand that's based on those things, I truly, truly think that it is so much, and I know this from experience, it's so much more powerful than building a brand that's just based off of, you know, like the photography from, like the way the photography businesses were run in like 2010, where it was all about just your portfolio. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There is so much power and opportunity in this push towards video if you're willing <laughs> to jump into it and if you're willing to experiment with it and put yourself out there. So just like as an encouragement, this is an exciting time truly is an exciting time unlike others it is not a time to just get all doomsday in our heads this is an opportunity yes oh i love that that was a really good note to end on too and just yeah to have the positive mindset on it like it's easier than ever now and not to yeah. not to go at it yeah like you said doomsday mindsets <laughs> yeah that's a really good really good piece of advice really good mindset you know just shift for people I love that. That was just a great, great way, powerful way to end. But Thank you. I'm so honored and so happy that you were able to come on for this episode today. I feel like we could just talk all day. I know. <laughs> so I always feel. We talk all day. I'm so, <laughs> but I'm so honored to have you on. So why don't you tell us where we can find you and all the things? Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, which is where I post mostly. So my handle for both is at Nathan Chansky, just my name. And then my website is nathanchansky.co. And again, I do provide some education as well. So that's where you can find me. That's the main places I show up online. And then I also, I guess this is online too, but I also have a podcast called Passion with Purpose and it is also for photographers. So you can find that anywhere you stream podcasts. Love that. And I'll make sure to put it all in the show notes too so everybody can find it. But Love thank it. you so much, Dave. We really, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Well, there you have it. That was an awesome episode, mind-blowing perspective just to have and what it can actually do for your business and the power that it can have. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did because I really, really loved and enjoyed this episode. So if you haven't already, again, make sure to screenshot and share it to your stories and take us at Rachel Traxler and Nathan Chansky so that we can see that you loved this episode and also share the love in return. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Keep shining and we'll see you next time. You did it. You're one episode closer to elevating your business. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to head over to racheltraxler.com forward slash gold biz podcast for the show notes and info on today's episode. Keep shining and we'll see you next time on the gold biz podcast.